Welcome to our podcast on A Course in Miracles. Thank you for joining us. This is our last day in Hawaii, and we're still in Chapter 5, and this is Section 3, The Guide to Salvation. The way to recognize your brother is by recognizing the Holy Spirit in him. I have already said that the Holy Spirit is the bridge or the transfer of perception to knowledge. So we can use the terms as if they were related because in his mind they are. This relationship must be in his mind because unless it were, the separation between the two ways of thinking would not be open to healing. He is part of the Holy Trinity because his mind is partly yours and also partly God's. This needs clarification, not in statement, but in experience. Oh, wow, that's a tough paragraph for me. Well, um, first of all, it starts out by saying... Uh, yeah, I understand that, that part. Recognizing your brother yeah, is recognizing the Holy Spirit. Right, I get and that part. And then it's saying that the Holy Spirit is the bridge between perception... And can you explain that part? Perception and knowledge. Yeah, what does that mean? Okay. So perception would be our separated state in which we could perceive rightly or wrongly. Mm. We could perceive perceive lovingly or fearfully. Yeah. So it's a dualistic system, right? Perception. Yeah. yeah. Now knowledge, the way they use the word knowledge. It's not a dualistic system. It's absolute. It's like, it's like the heaven state or the spirit state. You know, spirits in a state of grace forever. So there's nothing other than grace and joy and love in a state of knowledge. But the Holy Spirit bridges between both because we're caught in perception. We're caught in a dualistic mind that sometimes is happy, sometimes is sad, sometimes is clear that life is immortal, sometimes it thinks that death is inevitable. You know, that's a dualistic system. Mm. And that's the world of perception. Mm. So the Holy Spirit bridges that, that world of perception of the ego and the world of, of the Spirit, which is your Christ Self. So the Holy Spirit undoes the level of perception or, or corrects your perception in order to make the bridge between perception and knowledge. But only if we let him, right? Well, yeah, it's all, it's, it's all of our, we have to be willing and we have to have the experience. So. So like the miracle is the experience where we're letting go of our misperception and choosing right perception. Well, that would be like recognizing your brother by recognizing the Holy Spirit in him. So like if you recognize the Holy Spirit in your brother, you wouldn't have any grievances toward your brother because you would only see the part of him that didn't make mistakes or didn't give you a reason to judge your brother. So you want to look past judgment on your brother with forgiveness, and then that's right perception. And then in that right perception that the Holy Spirit helps you make, 
the gap between that right perception and knowledge is much shorter so it can bridge that gap the holy spirit is the idea of healing being thought the idea gains as it is shared being the call for god it is also the idea of god since you are part of god it is also the idea of yourself as well as all of his creations the idea of the holy spirit shares the property of other ideas because it follows the laws of the universe of which it is part. It is strengthened by being given away. It increases in you as you give it to your brother. Your brother does not have to be aware of the Holy Spirit in himself or in you for this miracle to occur. He may be dissociated he may have disassociated the call for God just as you have. This disassociation is healed in both of you as you become aware of the call for God in him and thus acknowledge its being. Well, yeah, it's saying... Um, you have to see reality or you have to correct your perception and then if you correct your perception it doesn't matter if your brother has corrected their perception one person seeing rightly can correct the perception of both even if one doesn't see it mm -hmm. you know okay so so it's like the work you do on yourself has a positive effect on on people around you even if they're not aware of it is what it's saying there are two diametrically opposed ways of seeing your brother. They must both be in your mind because you are the perceiver. They must also be in his because you are perceiving him. See him through the Holy Spirit in his mind and you will recognize him in yours. What you acknowledge in your brother, you are acknowledging in yourself and what you share, you strengthen. Okay. Well, okay, so... You know, there's a lesson, I think it's 223. Um, God is my life, I have no life but his. And then the first line says, let us see the face of Christ instead of our mistakes. So what you're doing in looking at your brother as the face of Christ is you're seeing your brother without his mistakes. Yeah. You're seeing your brother as the Christ which is beyond his ego, and it's only the ego that makes mistakes. Yeah. So you're seeing your brother in his true self, and by doing that, you can see your own true self. Yeah. You can't see your true self without seeing your brother's true self. It's basically what that yeah. paragraph's saying. Okay. And if you do see your brother's true self, which would be seeing the face of Christ instead of his mistakes, then you're pretty much on the way to accepting the atonement for yourself okay the voice of the holy spirit is weak in you well that's the problem yeah that is why you must share it it must be increased in strength before you can hear it it is impossible to hear it in yourself while it is so weak in your mind it is not weak in itself but it it is limited by your unwillingness to hear it. 
If you make the mistake of looking for the Holy Spirit in yourself alone, your thoughts will frighten you because by adopting the ego's viewpoint, you are undertaking an ego-alien journey with the ego as a guide. This is bound to produce fear. Wow, that's a heavy paragraph. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's it's like over and over again, it says, all that I give is given to myself, so... And then it says, nothing real can be increased except by sharing it. So, I mean, if you want to see your own innocence, your own absolution from your mistakes, uh, you also have to see that in your brother. So you have to share that perception. You have to share that Christ vision. Um, and in the sharing of it, you increase it. So... If, if you're just trying to get off the hook yourself without seeing the innocence of your brother, then that's kind of an ego trick, it's saying. Mm -hmm. And it's bound to produce fear because it, it's, not, it's not coming from the right motive, you know. Mm. The right motive is you want to accept the atonement for yourself, but you also want to accept it for everyone else, too. Yeah. You know, it's like forgiveness rests upon all things. That that means that means every brother is as deserving of forgiveness as you are. Yeah. And you have to see that. Or if you're withholding some brothers from the action of forgiveness, then you're saying, Oh, well, some people don't deserve forgiveness, but I do and then that's an ego yeah. that's an ego yeah. uh motive. And that's bound to produce some kind of fear or some kind of glitch in yeah. the process. But this line, the voice, the voice of the Holy Spirit is weak in you. I, I want it to become strong in me, so I really want to get over that particular... Well, then you have to forgive everybody. I know. You know, and you have to see... Like, you know, people come to us and they're in relationships and the relationships aren't ideal, but they're not willing to give them up either. Mm -hmm. So we have to see that both people in the relationship can be transformed and that they can, they can evolve together. Yeah, hopefully. And, and uh, we have to support that more. Delay is of the ego because time is its concept. Both time and delay are meaningless in eternity. I have said before that the Holy Spirit is God's answer to the ego. Everything of which the Holy Spirit reminds you is in direct opposition to the ego's notions because true and false perceptions are themselves opposed. The Holy Spirit has the task of undoing what the ego has made. He undoes it at the same level on which the ego operates or the mind would be unable to understand the change. Yeah, I mean, that's the miracle that we have the solution. The, yeah. That we it, have the solution that God gave us the Holy Spirit. Right, and the correction has to happen within within the domain of the ego, mm -hmm. you know? It's in the domain of perception, which is the domain of the ego. But now there's 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 true perception and false perception. And the true perception is Christ's vision in which you see your brother's errors and your own errors as not real. Mm. Yeah. I mean, even if they've been made like in time and space, 
you have to see that well it's an idea that that um, took a physical form right you had a misperception or a judgment which was an idea and then maybe you did some physical act acting on that misperception so then in our memory we say well you know I stole from this person or I cut this person out so that actually happened but then you have to come back and say well it didn't really happen because it was based on an idea that was faulty mm. it was based on, on a judgment that was misperception mm. so so the misperception gets corrected and when that does you're absolved from any consequences Okay, I have repeatedly emphasized that one level of the mind is not understandable to another so it is with the ego and the Holy Spirit with time and eternity so it is with the ego and the Holy Spirit with time and eternity eternity is an idea of God so the Holy Spirit understands it perfectly time is a belief of the ego so the lower mind, which is the ego's domain, accepts it without question. The only aspect of time is that is etern that is eternal is now. Well, how are we supposed to deal with time then in the world? I mean, <clears throat> if time is the ego, well, the Holy Spirit like bridges the gap. So the 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 Holy Spirit sees in the now. And even though that's time, it's the closest you can come to eternity. It says the only thing eternal is now. And in the now, you're innocent. Hmm. So in the now, there's no sin. Yeah. So it's only past where we've made judgments about our actions that the sin is there. But in the now, you know, if you're innocent in the present, then your past is gone. The Holy Spirit is the mediator between the interpretations of the ego and the knowledge of the spirit. His ability to deal with symbols enables him to work with the ego's beliefs in its own language. His ability to look beyond symbols into eternity enables him to understand the laws of God for which he speaks. He can therefore perform the function of reinterpreting what the ego makes, not by destruction, but by understanding. Understanding is light, and light leads to knowledge. The Holy Spirit is in light, because he is in you, who are light, but you yourself do not know this. It is therefore the task of the Holy Spirit to reinterpretate you on behalf of God. Well, that's just really deep, isn't it? Well, yeah, it says, I'm the light of the world, but we don't know it. And then, and then it says, well, the purpose of the Holy Spirit is for you to get to know who you really are, which yeah. is the light. Mm -hmm. And then in this light, you're, you're reinterpreting the things that the ego made up in a different understanding. You're seeing, you're seeing the things the ego made up as forgiven like they were made for one purpose but they really have a different purpose so you're seeing the purpose of unification or forgiveness or love 
what whatever you want to call that purpose instead of the f reasons you made them up which could have been from fear judgment anger you know so you're reinterpreting those things the ego made up yeah. into this forgiven world yeah. and then you get to see the light in you because that's the function of the light forgiveness is my function as the light of the world that's lesson I don't know 62 or something mm-hmm so I'm the light of the world, forgiveness is my function as the light of the world, so I am the light, but it's through the Holy Spirit's reinterpreting of what the ego made up, which we would call forgiveness, forgiveness is a reinterpreting of those things, and through that reinterpreting is where we become more aware of who we are as the light. Okay, well that's enough for today. I mean, we have a whole another. So why don't we read that that lesson? What lesson? Forgiveness is my function as the light of the world. It's lesson sixty-two. Okay, sixty-two. Yeah. Forgiveness is my function as the light of the world. It is your forgiveness that will bring the world of darkness to light. It is your forgiveness that lets you recognize the light in which you see. Forgiveness is the demonstration that you are the light of the world. Through your forgiveness does the truth about yourself return to memory. Therefore, in your forgiveness lies your salvation. Yeah, you know, I realize today... I had forgiven everyone and everything, but I hadn't forgiven myself for creating this past life that I went through that was so difficult, and I was angry at myself. So I, I was today <laughs> realizing I hadn't forgiven myself. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, you, know, you have to start with yourself and then everyone else. Right. And this is saying, well, that's my function. My function as the light is to forgive myself and everyone and everything yeah the illusions about yourself and the world are one that is why all forgiveness is a gift to yourself your goal is to find out who you are having denied your identity by attacking creation and his creator wow that is heavy line your goal is to find out who you are Having denied yourself your identity by attacking creation and its creator. Well, any any thing you attack, person, judgment, thing, right? situation, is a judgment. Mm -hmm. And that's also attacking yourself because there's no, you know, in in the divine mind, there's no separation between you and quote-unquote your brother you are oneself mm -hmm. united in that reality so if you think there's some other person that is deserving of condemnation you're condemning yourself as well mm -hmm. you know so it's like the self is unified so like your forgiveness of your brother is also your forgiveness of yourself now you are learning how to remember the truth. For this attack must be replaced by forgiveness so that thoughts of life may replace thoughts of death. That's a good thing. Thoughts of life should replace thoughts of death. Remember that in every attack you call upon your own weakness 
which in time you forgive. Remember that in every attack you call upon your own weakness, comma, while each time you forgive, you call upon the strength of Christ. So every attack you're calling on your weakness, yeah. every act of forgiveness you're calling on your strength. Yeah. The strength of Christ in you, it Every says. attack makes you weak. And every forgiveness calls on the strength of Christ in you, it says. Do you, do you not then begin to understand what forgiveness will do for you? It will remove all sense of weakness, strain, and fatigue from your mind. It will take away all fear and guilt and pain. It will restore the invulnerability and power of God's way, his son, to your awareness. God, it will restore the invulnerability of, and power God gave his son to your awareness. Yeah, so, you know, every time you attack somebody or yourself or anything, you're getting weaker. Yeah, and That's every time thing. you forgive, you're restoring your strength. Yeah, and this is a good thing to say to people. Let us be glad to begin and end this day by practicing today's idea and to use it as frequently as possible throughout the day. It will help to make the day as happy for you as God wants you to be. And it will help those around you as well as those who seem to be far away in space and time to share this happiness with you. As often as you can, closing your eyes, if possible, say this. Forgiveness is my function as the light of the world. I would fulfill my function that I may be happy. Then devote a minute or two to considering your function and the happiness and release it will bring you. Let related yeah. thoughts. Let related thoughts come freely for your heart will recognize these words and in your mind is the awareness they are true. Should your attention wander, repeat this idea. I would remember this because I want to be happy. Yeah. Associating happiness with forgiveness and Yeah, that's really yeah. important. That's what yeah. and you strength. need to you need to give a whole talk on that in our new yeah. training. Okay. Well why don't we do this uh this um, forgiveness is my function as the light of the world. I would fulfill my function that I may be happy. Let's do this for a minute and see what we come up with. Well, I was hearing right off the bat that, you know, I've been kind of under the weather while we've been in, here in Hawaii, and it's like we're, we're on the most incredible place, you know, with this ocean like 30 feet away in the sky and the water and the waves and I've been kind of under the weather the whole time so it's like I forgive myself for maybe not fully enjoying being here because I wasn't feeling so good yeah but you know I think I think I had to go through something to clear and what better place than this was helping me clear it yeah. and maybe the waves and the ocean and everything was part of my healing yeah and I just need to see it that way and forgive myself that I went through whatever I went through yeah please that's the right yeah. answer so okay then what did you hear yeah well I was just saying this over and over that um, you know I would fulfill my function that I may be happy I don't think people realize that lack of forgiveness is secretly making them unhappy. They don't know why they're unhappy, 
But they might have a lack of forgiveness that's making them unhappy they don't even know about. Yeah, so that would be grievances, judgments, mm -hmm. uh, attack thoughts, yeah. um, you know, discontent, mm -hmm. doubt. You know, all that stuff is making us unhappy and right. forgiveness is cleansing us of all that. Okay, we'll see you guys in Washington, D.C. All right, we're traveling tomorrow, so we may not make a podcast. <laughs>